We are um, continuing in our series this morning, a series we started a few weeks ago. It's called Love Your Neighbor, Love Your Neighbor, and uh, both campuses are engaged in the series of Love Your Neighbor, Um, and we've been uh, methodically walking through this this idea, this concept, this, this, this picture of, of biblical love, uh, what, it, what, it, what it is, what it looks like, uh, how can we be expected to uh, extend it to our neighbors if we don't grasp it ourselves, amen? So, so, so we are walking through, we are walking through, and, and, and this, this morning we're going to, uh, you heard the scripture read from the book of Mark. And uh, we're going to flash back to where uh, 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 that scripture points, that scripture points. And that's, and that's in the book of Deuteronomy. Let's go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Say that with me, Deuteronomy. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 6. See, it, make, it makes you feel better when you just say it. Yeah. In Greek, the Deuteronomos is the, is the word. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, chapter 6. I'm going to begin reading there. I'm going to begin reading there at verse 1. Deuteronomy, chapter 6. And I'll begin reading at verse 1. And I'll read until... Spirit tells me to stop. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1, reading from the English Standard Version. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God you and your son and your son's son uh, by keeping all his statutes and his command, commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord the God of your fathers has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give you with great and good cities that you did not build and houses full of all good things that you did not 
fill and cisterns that you did not dig and <clears throat> vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Let's pray. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Lord, we thank you now for uh, this moment, Lord, this appointed time and the opening of your word. The opening of your word brings light, Lord. We pray that you would illumine us. We pray, O oh Lord, for the powerful uh, moving of your spirit, Lord, that can clear and remove all of the debris, all of the distractions, all, Lord, of the, uh, the deterrence, Lord, that would hinder your word from having its way in our lives. Lord, we pray that you would move now in this place, oh God, and that you would have free course. We thank you, Lord, for uh, your very presence. We thank you, Lord, uh, for the gathering of your people. And we pray your grace and peace would be multiplied, Lord, to each one in every household that's represented here. Father, I, I ask for a fresh anointing to uh, preach and an anointing to receive your word. And Father, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Because Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. <clears throat> you know, we get a lot of uh, posts and texts on social media, and sometimes I get people who send me messages. Um, I got a message sent to me, and I, I wanted to share it um, to, to see, you know, what we thought about the message. That was the message. That was the message. Amen. Somebody sent me the message. So that was the message. Uh, now this, this, this could be a popular thing, popular post on social media. Uh, it, it would get a lot of likes and shares and probably some like little prayer hands emojis. Those are not high five. Those are prayer hands. <laughs> Prayer hands emoji. It, 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 it definitely shares a spiritual truth. Amen. I, scriptures pop in my mind when I, when I hear it, a spiritual truth. But, but, but this image probably means different things to different people when they get this image. Um, one, one might think that, that if I consider God first, He'll fix everything wrong about my life. That's the change that's going to come, right? Uh, um, uh, 
one problem that, that, that I had with the message uh, is, is that most people reading it would center themselves in it. What I mean by that? Uh, uh, thinking mainly of, of their, uh, their life change and, and, and the benefits of it. They would, they would center themselves even when the message says, put, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's how we are. It's how we are. Look, um, they, they would be thinking about the benefits. Um, they, they may never go on to ask the, most, the more important question of what does it mean to put God first? Um, you know, I also considered when I got the message, the outcomes, when I, when I first looked at it. But I recognized that the promise life change, because I've, I've been at this thing for a little while now. I recognized that that change that it talked about, it would likely be much different than most people imagine. That change when you put God first. The, the, the scriptures today make this clear. And, and, it, and the scriptures, it, they, they describe what? Putting him first looks like to God. What it, what it means. God first requires an all-in love. That's the, that's the title of the message, an all-in love. Uh, uh, full commitment, full devotion. Some, some, somebody says it's like pushing a, a, a boulder on a hill and then letting the boulder go. That, that, that boulder is gone. It, it's all in. It's no stopping it. They're all in love. Here, here in Deuteronomy, uh, the second sharing of the law. Moses presents the law of God for a second time before he steps off of the scene. That's a euphemism. Before, he, before Moses checks out, uh, uh, right before God's people uh, enter the promised land, they're poised to enter the promised land. He shares this again. Um, this, this, this reminds me of, of, of a parent that before they go into a store with their child, before we go in here, <laughs> there are some rules of conduct. Only the parents are shaking their head. Those, those, those spoiling aunties are like, what? They can have what they want. No. Sorry, sorry. My mind. He, he, Moses is speaking to them, is sharing this for a second time. And this is to the second generation of people who, who have survived after the first generation, their, their parents, their foreparents, perished. Uh, the ones that the, the Lord swore that he uh, uh, would not allow to enter the promised land. Uh, something went left in the Exodus. Uh, he took them out of slavery and he was, was releasing them to the promised land. But that generation, he said, they won't go in. They, 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 they won't go in. You, you'll find it. Read Numbers 13 and 14 when you get an opportunity. It's, it's challenging. So Moses, Moses 
uh, speaks now for a, a second time to this second generation. He confirms the way this, this generation is to carry out life in covenant relationship with God in the promised land. Uh, Moses lays it out for him again, and, and he lays out those commandments in, in the fifth chapter here. Um, but, but a thought that you can hold on to is that a wholehearted love of God is to be demonstrated through faithful obedience to, to him. A wholehearted love of God is to be demonstrated through faithful obedience to him. Complete uh, allegiance and, and trust. Um, an all-in love is, is marked by obedience. It's, a, a, it's aligned with God and it's meant to be enduring. All in love. He says, now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord, your God, commanded me to teach you that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord, your God, and you and your son and your son's son by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life and that your days may be long. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, in a land flowing with milk and honey. Here, 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 right at the realization of the promise that's been a long time coming. It's, it's right there. After, after laying out again for them in, in the chapter 5, the, the 10 words or commandments uh, uh, from the Lord, Moses calls now for a diligent obedience to those commandments. We'll, we'll see uh, as we move through this text that, that this total obedience is the reasonable picture of full devotion and love of God. It's what it looks like. Um, right away, he, he makes known that this is not optional stuff. It, it is the expectation of the Lord. It is the main thing. And as weighty as this is, uh, in, in essence, it sounds so simple. Uh, 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 listen to what he says and live good. It sounds but the human experience tells us it's not so simple. Uh, um, we, we are inclined toward self-rule, uh, our own ideas and ways. Something, it's something that's been going on since the very beginning. Um, so, so, so the Lord here ties obedience to fear of him. You see that? Uh, this, this, this fear is an, is an awe or, or, or reverence, but it's also here in the text, a, a frightened posture when considering the consequences of disobedience. It, it's a trembling. This, this, this fear here is spoken of. It, it is loaded. Um, 
what, but, but along with fear being a, a, a motivating on-ramp for obedience, the people might be led to respond to the promise of reward and advantage that it brings. So you got motive, you got, com- you got uh, complimenting motivations maybe. I don't know, it's a carrot and a stick, I- I'm not sure. Uh, 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 there's the fear of what could happen, and then there's the, there's the reward. The people could, might cling on to either one of those. The problem with having only these motivations for obedience is that they may not last when the threat or the promise seems far away. Uh, uh, Y'all, y- 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 listen, listen, when, 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 y- you don't have to take my word for it. When, just ask Israel. We, we, we find them in, in Exodus, the generation before this one, uh, they trembled with fear when God appeared on the mountain in the fire and the smoke, giving the commandments to the people. Uh, um, but, and, and they said, we'll do it. We'll do it. Whatever you say, we'll do it. Twelve chapters later, when Moses took too long uh, on the mountain meeting with God, they promptly began breaking those same commandments. Right away. Uh, they, they, they're, so so, so they, they had fear. <laughs> they heard the rumbling voice of God. And was so afraid, they said, Moses, don't let him talk to us anymore. You talk to him, and then you come back and talk to us. If he talks to us, we're going to die. Read it. It's there. Listen, listen. Uh, So they, they had the fear, and then they had the promise of this relationship with the Father, with this, this blood covenant with him, intimate didn't, it didn't hold. It didn't hold their obedience. Has anyone ever found themselves going along with the rules of God out of fear or hoping for some advantage? We don't, we don't have to answer out loud. This is a heart ponder, right? You ponder in the heart. Like, uh, we have to, our motivations, God is trying to get us back to the to the pure motivation, right? Um, uh, Intending for uh, keeping, he he wanted, the Lord wants his his commandments to last through the generations. Um, That one generation missed it. (laughs) And so, so what he does is, he, he, he calls or, or incorporates uh, even more enduring motivation for obedience. The Lord says, I'm going to give you something so this thing will stick. Um, uh, c- complete devotion to him is both the command and the source of lasting obedience. Lasting obedience. So here it is in, in, in verse 4. Listen, he says, here... Oh, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. 
love. The, 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 this, this scripture through verse 9 is, is known as the Shema. Uh, uh, it, it, it was and still, still is prayed by devout Jewish people at least twice a day, in morning and at night. It is uh, sometimes written on tiny scrolls and, and encased in uh, uh, metal and placed on the doorposts of homes. Um, the, the Shema, this, it, it gets its name from the first word that means uh, Shema. It means hear or listen, but also heed and do Shema. The, 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 the Lord commands them to hear, but, but the hearing of God's word to them, it always came with the expectation of obeying what was heard. That same expectation remains with the people of God today. Here, oh, Sycamore Hill. Here, look, look, uh, that, that, that when they hear God's word, they will obey what they've heard. Uh, this, this, the, the generation that had lost their chance at the promised land and, and, and even lost their lives in the wilderness, they were charged by the Lord uh, uh, with, with testing him 10 times and refusing to obey or shema him. They, they, they fell in the wilderness because they didn't shema. Here, here. So, so Moses grabs their attention and lets them know, now you're, you're on notice. And then he reminds them of what, of what they need to, to be drawn toward and who it is. He reminds them that it's Yahweh, the same God who freed them from Egypt and made covenant with them that they need to give full attention to here. It's him alone, he says, who, who is God, who is their God, him alone. Uh, um, he is one. There is no other. Moses is making a, he's stating a, a simple fact about the God they're called to serve and, and he says, because the Lord is one, uh, this was important for the people going into the land uh, of Canaan. His people would not have to worry themselves about trying to satisfy multiple gods in, in multiple ways uh, like the people in the land uh, uh, that they were going to be inheriting. They didn't have to try to uh, appease the god of agriculture uh, so to, and, then, and then worry about making the god of rain mad. He said, no, the Lord your God is one. Focus on him. He, he commands them to have a, the, the, a, a, a love, a, a single-hearted, all-in, everything love. He's one. He deserves nothing less. Love, love. It, 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 
He, it, it's described as loving the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your might. Uh, and and we, we, you know, people spend a lot of time trying to, you know, figure out the heart, the soul, the, the might, and what, what that represents. Instead of dividing the person's love into three different parts, the scripture actually just includes everything that the person is, from the unseen inner desires to anything they might seek to carry out with their own strength. It's, it's all of it. Look, it, love, love him, love him. Re- responding, responding to the scribe, we, we heard Jesus earlier in Mark uh, chapter 12, responding to a scribe. Uh, Jesus answers his, his question about the greatest commandment, and he identifies this commandment to love the Lord as the most important of all commandments. And he describes that love in in, in a similar way with with all the heart, all the soul, all the mind, and all the strength. This is putting God first. Look, um, because it's, it's, it's a first style love. It's a first, it's, it's first and it's foremost if someone doesn't get this right, they won't get anything else right. They might get good numbers for the quarter. They, 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 they might have a few relationships. They might, but they won't get it right according to God. It, it, it's interesting that, that when Jesus, Jesus included uh, mind, when he spoke to the command, when he spoke the commandment to the to the scribe, he said, "Mind." Um, even though the, the Hebrew concept of of heart and soul likely they included the idea of mind, him him naming it there in Mark, uh, it, it would have reinforced his teaching that people are also equally accountable for both their actions and their thought lives. All of it is to be devoted to the Lord. Uh, this, is, this is, in case anything is trying to escape this net, it's an all in love. It, it, and it was probably also a, a good reminder for the, the brilliant scribe who was set apart from others because of his knowledge, this scribe. Um, it, it's a good Reminder, not just for him, but, but in our day, in our age also. It's a good reminder that uh, 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 because the, the mind uh, uh, sometimes elevates people. Be, my, my, grand, uh, my grandmother used to say sometimes, she said, you can be so smart that you're dumb. <laughs> well, it's a good... I, that's not related to what I'm going to say next. Look, because our age needs this. Studies have shown that, that, that millennials have become the most educated generation in history. They are also the least likely to pray daily or attend a religious service. Yeah. All I'm, all I'm trying to say here is that faith and intellect 
don't have to be opposed to each other. In fact, the Lord is saying, bring it all. Bring it all. Uh, 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 Whether we read uh, Deuteronomy here or, or hear the Lord speaking to the scribe, we should recognize that God is not desiring. He does not want a compartmentalized love. He is calling for the entire being. God wants all of you that there is devoted to him. This is is what this love, love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. It's this complete love that reflects and supports ongoing obedience. Love is the motivation Jesus, Jesus would later uh, uh, identify love with obedience in his commandments. Uh, there in, in John chapter 14. In John chapter 14. Because uh, we, we have to look to the, to the word of God because some of it is foreign to our thinking. We don't tie love and obedience together. But, but in John 14, 21, Jesus does. He says, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, obeys, he it is who loves me. And look at this. Uh, and he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, so, so instead of a burden, keeping commandments, we, we, instead of a burden or, or, or bondage holding people back from living their best life, this faithful love promotes a position of intimacy that the Lord desires for his people. Keeping his commandments is, is, is keeping ourselves in his atmosphere of love. Anybody want to be there? <laughs> he said in John 15, he said, abide in my love. Abide in it. Look, uh, um, so, so, and then operating in that love. Operating in that love, it, it grows and endures. Watch, and this, I'm, I'm, I'm moving through the Testament. It, it grows and it, it endures beyond a petrified fear of who God is and what he could or might do. It grows, and you don't lose fear, but it it grows into the more reverential fear or awe of who he is and just overflows with gratitude for what he's done. God God moves us in that way. Look, I, I... John does it again. He, 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 he notes it in 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. Look, John says, says about this. He says, by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. He says, there is no fear in love. 
But perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected, made complete in love. So there is, there is love. Kristen, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all will see her shirt later. Look, there is, there is a complete, uh, 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 Warren Worsby put it this way. He says, obedience that is not motivated by love cannot produce the spiritual fruit that God wants from his children. But remember, love's not just something to be read, heard, or, or recited. This love of the Lord is a verb. It's a verb. Uh, it's not just an idea. It, it is demonstrated in action. Uh, but w- w- what, does, what does this all in love look like in action? What does it look like? Uh, um, consider, consider what happens when you do regular love. Regular love. Uh, uh, um, we, got some, we got newlyweds here. We got... Soon the bees, we got all regular love. The, uh, look what happens. The, the object of your uh, of love becomes a priority. They consume your thoughts and your time. Uh, if somebody is is not into the regular love, maybe you have a anybody have a best friend fall in love and go missing. They change. The, the, the object of love is shared and spoken of often. You're going to hear about their love. This is regular love. Uh, time is spent learning as much about them as possible. None of y'all went through this. So, they're, they're, And then there's also this, this desire to go public, to let your love be known, to hold hands, to post pictures, to make your love known. Any love that's kept secret is a love you got to worry about because it's not the nature of love. And, and, and this, is, this is just Regular love. This is only a snapshot of, of, of love actions that people show each other. How much more does the Lord deserve his love to be demonstrated? How much more? This, this is a picture of love in action, all in love. Also, uh, you, you, you see it and you recognize it's all in love because it lines up with God. It lines up with God. Um, Another dimension of loving someone is that uh, you begin to show love for their stuff. In other words, the the things that are important to them become important to you. Uh, I don't know if anybody's been in love before. Um, When I was was called to to a, a, a dangerous uh, not so glamorous ministry location to serve. There was my wife at 8 a.m. with me in that place serving. 
and smiling. It wasn't because she was called there, but because her love was aligned with me. Y'all don't like that. Even more than that, her love was aligned with God's will for me. Uh, so, 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 it, it, it's love lines up with its object. Look, so, so this all in love. This is what love for God does. It, it, it lines us up. It, it considers His commands to be what's good. I'm, and, and, and it considers wrong to be what he declares as wrong. You see that when you start, when you start giving it all over to God, stuff you used to be able to enjoy, you can't enjoy no more. Your life changes. They didn't, they didn't, when they thumbs up that, that quote, they didn't know that part. Uh, uh, but this all in love, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't mourn that. It doesn't mourn that. It, it loves according to him. What he loves. Roman, as Romans 12, 9 says, it detests what is evil and clings to what is good. His love. There, there are some, even, even ministers, I've, I've watched them, uh, ministers of the gospel uh, who present the, the love of God, both what he commands and what he condemns, apologetically, uh, apologizing for God, uh, for, for God saying what he says, as if he were somehow uh, less loving than us. Now, now I, I, I'll say it this way, because there are some pendulum uh, 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 people there that are kind of also out of pocket. We, we can and we should uh, be spiritually sensitive toward others, but never compromising the way of love that the Lord commands. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's right. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> we, we, we can't be more right than him. All in love for God, uh, it, it should cause us to pursue and value the things of God the way he commanded them. It lines us up. Do, do, do you still have areas of your heart and mind that disagree with God? Yeah. I, I, I want to let you know today that these aren't God's issues, they are love issues. Those areas of your heart. <laughs> At the root of them is some secondary, maybe even good, but secondary love being elevated over the first love. It's what, it's what I, this is what, what it is. It's what it is. It's, it's, uh, and the Lord tells us, don't do that. He is the Lord. <laughs> um, Lord willing, next week we're going to look at the, at the second great command. 
loving your neighbor as you love yourself. But, but know this, if you haven't lined up with this first love, this first command, be assured that the next loves of, of neighbor and even of self will certainly be out of line in some way. If you haven't lined up with this, I was talking to Pastor John. He put it well. I like how he said it. He said, we love others best only when we love God most. Hey, that was good. Y'all tell Pastor John when y'all see him, that was good. We love others best only when we love God most. That is true. This love, it requires complete buy-in. All, the, the, all in. Um, the, the Lord illustrates the, 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 the place of this love in his community. Uh, we, just, just, we just take a peek at his community here, and, and, we'll, and we'll move on. It's six. It says, in verse 6, it says, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as a frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. God wants to see this in community. Look, taking God's commands to heart would include both uh, uh, his people's public and private lives being shaped by his ways. It, 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 it wouldn't... God's, God's, God's love, God's will wouldn't, wouldn't end at, 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 at 11.35 on Sunday. Look, beginning in the house, beginning in the house, they weren't, they weren't only to, to live this love out in front of their children. They were to spell it out for them. Uh, make it explicit in all that they did. Uh, the children needed to be clear of the what and the why. This God is commanding this. They, they need to know that their parents haven't just randomly picked one way of living out of many other good options. No, but, but they, uh, that they were actually walking with the one true living God and responding to his faithful love in loving obedience to him. He says, spell this out for your children. Don't make them wonder why you, you hold up a Bible on Sundays and don't, don't make them, it, but just like God's people then, our, our children need this. Uh, they, they, they are going to, they will encounter so many so-called options. Uh, 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 it doesn't matter if they're in public school, private school, Christian school, even if they're homeschool, unless you close them off from the rest of the world completely, they're going to run into someone or something offering an alternative worship, a, a, a better object of love for them. 
They're going to face it. And they need to know those options are not options. They're not options. I, I spent diligent time with, with, my, with my daughter when we were raising her, letting her, telling her to ask the question, no matter what she heard, where she heard it from, to look to the scripture and say, is that right? She, they, we need to know. God says here, be intentional early and all the time impressing, imprinting this all in first order love of the Lord on to your children. The Lord's will is to prevent the next generations from, from failing and coming short of the promise like the previous generation had done in this book. He wanted this love to endure. Grandparents, if your kids somehow drop the ball, you need to stand in the gap. Uh, 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 this, this, this love is meant to endure throughout the generations. Beyond the household, the Lord commanded this entire community to just be constantly confronted with his way of life for them. It's action. This, this love is in action. Look, uh, there was to be nowhere anyone should be able to go without seeing, hearing, or being reminded that the faithful love of God was to be the heartbeat of everything they did and everything they were. It was to be everywhere. They were literally to see God's love in each other's faces. How are we doing with that? Literally, literally. This is the change of life that putting God first produces. And all in love, it changes everything. It changes everything. It, 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 will, it will cost you something in a society that says, agree with me or become my enemy. You have to make a choice and say, am I willing to suffer the cost of agreeing with God? Last, last, last question in, in, to, to, to pack and to take home with us. Where are you convicted that God wants more of your heart? Search your heart, your life. Search your wallet, your pocketbook. Search social media feed, search your, 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 your TV programming, search uh, uh, your house, search your job, search. Where are you convicted that God wants more of your heart? Where he might want you to, to move some second loves over a little bit to make 
more room for him. 